News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Terry Sheridan, Managing Editor of WSHU Public Radio. Terry, good morning. Hey, good morning to you, Pat. Uh, Donald Trump uh, going to testify today, it would appear, in his uh, civil fraud trial in New York. What can we expect? Uh, we don't know what to expect. I mean, we do know that he's been called to the stand by Attorney General Tish James. We do know that he has had a negative relation, to say the best, with uh, Judge Arthur Engeron. But we don't know exactly how he's going to behave over the past decades when he has been called to testify under oath. He still at times remains belligerent. Sometimes he tries to charm the jury. But in this case, there is no jury, just the judge. Other times he tries to be evasive and talk around the question. So we don't know exactly what we're going to get, but we do know he is going to defend himself. Okay. Now, what's at stake here? I mean, is it too far-fetched to suggest his business could be in peril? No, it is not. No, not at all. I mean, he, the judge, Judge Engeron, has already ruled that Donald Trump committed fraud in his business. This section of the trial is strictly on the penalties, which could be $250 million in cash, a cash fine, or it could be the stripping of his business in the state of New York, which means that would blow his entire image, basically, that he is a successful businessman. It would deny him the privilege to be one of Manhattan's high rollers. He could possibly even lose Trump Tower. So, yes, the stakes in this, as far as his self-image is concerned, are very high. Now, is Ivanka eventually going to testify? We believe she's going to testify later this week. Uh, the two boys, Donald Jr. and Eric, uh, testified last week. Ivanka tried to get uh, a delay saying that she was being asked to testify during a school week. The judge denied that, so we expect to see her sometime later this week. Mm. Now, uh, the boys, uh, their defense uh, was basically accountants do all this kind of work for us. We don't uh, really get involved, and accountants do what accountants do. However, in the wake of the Enron collapse, it uh, the rules changed, and you can't do it. You can't blame the accountants. You've got to uh, you know, go head-to-head with your accountants to satisfy yourself that what they say is true. Right. And vice versa, that, you know, what the your accountants and your bankers, what you're telling them is true. Now, part of what the discussion was, was over that disclaimer at the end of these financial statements that these are the best that we believe. But anyone who's looking at this should actually do their own work. Uh, that didn't seem to go or own research into these numbers. That didn't seem to fly too well with Judge Engeron. Now, the latest poll uh, results are not good for Joe Biden in six of the marginal states. He's behind Trump in five of them. And I think only in Wisconsin does he prevail, according to current polling. That's very worrying for Democrats. Absolutely. For the Democrats uh, and some, including David Axelrod, have basically said, hey, it might be time to consider Consider stepping aside and allowing a younger and a different Democrat to run to tell the picture, which has basically been a success story as far as the economy goes. The one areas in the poll or the two areas in the poll in any one of these states where Biden does well is on reproductive rights and on democracy, as asked in a general question, who would be better, you know, protecting democracy. Biden wins that. So it'd be interesting to see what happens if Donald Trump is convicted in any of his cases. But again, there's growing concern about Joe Biden in the Democratic circles. His campaign says, hey, 
back in 2012, Barack Obama was down 10 points as well, and he pulled off a major victory. Now, isn't there in one state where a judge is going to adjudicate whether or not Donald Trump is actually disqualified entirely uh, from running because of his activities on January the 6th, that he, uh, he has no right to run in law, I don't know when they're going to hand that down, but obviously it would be appealed, etc., etc., etc. But the Republicans, I mean, if Trump doesn't run and you've got someone like Nikki Haley running, I mean, Joe Biden might look very kind of decrepit compared to a Nikki Haley. Well, that's that's again, that's all the gamesmanship play being played out between the political parties. Yes, if Trump doesn't win and he's running against a Ron DeSantis, for instance, or a Nikki Haley, you know, he would look as that older as that as that older out of touch man. Um, But again, that's so far down the road. We don't know what's going to happen. I mean, every when you think about it. Everything that we've seen over the past six years has been unprecedented. I mean, here is the leading candidate for the Republican Party, leading by an overwhelming majority, 40 points or so. He's got 91 felony charges against him. He's in a civil court, and and yet he is still leading, and he's showing signs of – you know, of losing it sometimes at the um, at his rallies where he misstates who the president is. I mean, here in the United States, if you get hit on the head and have a concussion, the first question the doctor asks you is who is the president? Um, and here a couple of times, he, Donald Trump has mistakenly called the president Barack Obama. Is he in cognitive decline? I mean, again, no one has made that no one has made that diagnosis. But there are certain things where he is 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 killing, blowing words, you know, that you would like terrorism. He couldn't say terrorism at one point last week. You know, there have been times where he said that, you know, it was Hillary Clinton who started the Iraq war or he's running against Barack Obama or he defeated Barack Obama in 2016. Um, appears to be a little bit slower uh, on his feet at the rallies and, again, is telling the same stories over and over again, you know, getting key details of the stories wrong. Back to the Democrats. Uh, who is that candidate that uh, might step in for Biden? Uh, Kamala Harris has been the invisible woman in many ways for the, the past uh, three and a half years. So uh, who would step in? It could be Kamala Harris. It could be Gavin Newsom, the uh, Democratic governor of California, who has raised his uh, appearance or raised his uh, profile in in recent months. He has said that he is not a candidate. But if Joe Biden does step aside, could he go in? Uh, Gretchen Wilson, uh, governor of uh, Michigan, is also a possibility. But, you know, we'll see. I think that if Joe Biden steps aside, they're going to look for the Democrats are going to look for someone who is younger, someone more vibrant, perhaps a woman, perhaps a a person of color. Mm -hmm. Uh, Finally, the U.S. Senate seems to be more or less at one in terms of aid for Ukraine and aid for Israel. Uh, But uh, Mike Johnson, uh, the new speaker of the House of Representatives, is uh, is well trying to make a name for himself, I suspect, by linking uh, the funding of uh, Israel, but not Ukraine, because he doesn't want funding for Ukraine at all, it would appear, uh, to, to cuts in the IRS. Yes, yeah, so equal cuts. I, I don't have the exact number in front of me. I'm going to say it's about $14 billion that would go uh, to Israel, but he wants similar cuts to the IRS, which would basically gut 
the IRS. So both Democrats and Republicans in the Senate are saying, wait a minute, you're playing part of, you're paying gamesmanship now with this funding that we want to send over. Plus, you're saying that you need to cut the budget, but by cutting the IRS, which is the tax collecting arm of the federal government, you're actually going to create a larger budget deficit of about $26 billion because that's money that's not going to be collected that should be collected from, from wealthy individuals. So, Mike, do your sums. Terry Sheridan, Managing Editor of WSHU Public Radio, thank you very much. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk.